Thank you. 
Thank you. 
because I'm Chris Baum in Erica, and my life shouldn't have been that. I took the job and I 
from the show to rip around the DVDs, and I saw them how they came in. And I saw them when they left. It is so, so inspiring, invigorating, and empowering just to watch what happens for everybody. It happens for us at the right time. So can you tell them the stories when you watch them come in? Yes. I remember when Michelle came in and she was really frail and real fragile, brought her in a wheelchair and kept her inside the room and she stayed in the room for three whole days and brought her for three days. And after the third time she says, I have hope. I have hope. And we just kept her in the room the whole time would take care of whatever she needed to. And then that same day she says, I know I got my healing. I always knew it was and so she was there the rest of the time, very quiet, and went home, and then we went to you know, an x-ray, and that the, her tumor had um, shrunk to the size of a pea. As opposed to what? To the size of a golf ball, and she had 36 surgeries, and John really here from the brother here. We saw, I've seen him again and again, that she is doing so wonderful, she is doing so well. And Chris was a gentleman that had a lot of uh, health problems and uh, forgot his chair, forgot his walker, and it literally took him 20 minutes to walk in front of the room um, when we first let him in. And we watched him while he was struggling. He was having a hard time breathing. He sat there one session and only came with his wife, and after that one session, he kind of marched out of the room, marched up the flight of stairs, and we were just like dumbfounded. I watched this. His wife, she's passed me. He's never, ever done that. He hasn't done that in 15 years. He said, all I need is one session. That's it. I got what I needed. And it, it was truly amazing. Have you seen him since? No, I haven't seen him since. Yes. So when we come and meet you again, future, when we find out about your sugar. <laughs>
the simpler stories, the stories of my crew that I've brought out. I brought, uh, we were in San Diego, and we hired um, a friend of mine. And I gotta say, on the drive down, a skeptic. Uh, even the morning of it, but she probably should have been working with that day. Her sciatica was acting up. She had a hard time lifting camera. She wasn't really in shape to be working. And the day goes on, and she bends over to pick up paper and realizes her back's fine. Everything is fine. Everything has moved on. And at this point, she's like, this has never happened to me before. When She's had this problem before, and it stays. It doesn't just grow up with that. And it, now, this is a friend of mine who walked in with a skeptical attitude, not expecting anything other than, you know, she's going on camera for the day. But she walked out, um, you know, healed at that moment, feeling good. Have you talked to him? Oh, yeah, we still, of course. Yeah. She's uh, she's working in New York on yeah. their products. But, uh, we, yeah, she, she'd come back. The sciatica. Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't talked to her about that. I should okay. I should, I okay. should do a follow-up. Get back to me then. You do? Yeah. <laughs> okay. we've, we've had um, one other thing. And this is on the very first trip. I brought my, the tech I brought with me, Lars. Um, we went, uh, tried to, we didn't know much about Hawaii. I've been there a couple of times, but didn't realize there's sea urchins everywhere. And he stepped on a sea urchin. We went, tried to go snorkeling after sunset. And he stepped on the urchin. And he's limping around all morning, all morning. I'm getting worried. I, with him, I'm in trouble. We need we need him to be healthy. And um, a few hours later, he's, he wasn't limping anymore. And I said, Lars, did you pull the sea urchin? Because he had pulled the singers yet. We were still too busy. And he goes, no, it just stopped hurting. Wow, that is pretty dramatic with that poison toxicity coming into the system. That could have really harmed him. Yeah, it's a, you know, it was, it was one of those things where it just, I mean, after that, you know, two hours later, it became a non-issue. It was fine. How about for you? I mean, I know you must be very touched with people that are first-hand acquaintances of yours are knowledgeable to you. But how about for you? What have you noticed when you're in there filming or watching the gazing? Well, the biggest challenge for as many times, and I've been to 200-plus gazes mm-hmm. because that's what I, you know, my job is, you know. Does it attract you? It's, I'm focused on, you know, other stuff at the moment, and I have to be because if I'm, if I, you know, if I, on top of my game professionally, I can't bring this amazing image of Brazo through the internet, connecting with people at home because they, you know, I'll miss something. So I haven't had as many live experiences as others, but what it is, I certainly what I focus on, what intent I bring in the room. What I feel as I walk into the room, when I come from these, my life changes in amazing ways. And where they feel kind of difficult to adhere to. Like it's not like it's not concrete like a healing, but nonetheless impactful. Well, mine's more of a. Um, you know, I have, of course I take pictures of kids. Of course, nice. you bring the you know, picture life, and everything's wonderful home from that level. Nice. Um, really, it you know then I then I go. To, you know, we're expanding our company. We're 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 meeting new people, and the kind of jobs we got. We came from one Brazo event, and the phone just seems to blow up afterwards. And people don't even know they heard of us, but they're calling us. And we we land. We got home from, I think it was the San Diego, uh, Portland. It, they kind of you know, they had a hard time keeping the cities apart. We got home from uh, one of the days, and we got a call to do the 
Emmy Awards, Academy Awards, the uh, People's Choice, the Critics' Choice. And we're still a relatively young company, but you know these clients come out of the woodwork. I don't know how they find us, and so always seems to be the big. Like if I target, every time we come home from a Brasso event, we get this amazing wow. and phone call and and things happen. So life is not just about a bodily healing process. It's about your careers. It's about addiction. It's the addiction you bring. It's what you bring into the room. Mm-hmm. What you what you what you bring with it. Were you a spiritual person, or did you contemplate spiritual components of life? Um, I have had my own life experience prior to Brazo to say, yeah, I was going to call myself spiritual. It's it's more of internally. You know, it's hard to define with any, you know, firm, um, you know, I have my own religious beliefs, but they're my own. Nice. You know, and my 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 biggest belief is the belief that everyone can have their own beliefs. And I absolutely love the Rob spirit. Being here on Rob's and being involved in the live stream has just been amazing. And it doesn't interfere with any of your beliefs. That's what you're saying. No data, no overlap. Not at all. No, this is this is you know everyone's welcome, and and it really does not you know conflict values, conflict beliefs. It, it's just Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, Dave. He was uh, able to give us information from his own experience and his own uh, trade. And I do hope to be able to hear him. If you want to do live streaming, then there you go. You've got someone that will do it for you. We only have another, it appears we only have another 40 minutes to be captured. This is there on this case right now, which means I can't really go in there because I'm be interrupted to what's occurring. And I want to tell you that um, the Brazo Gaze, uh, you know, I, I work with a lot of individuals with different spiritual beliefs. Some of them hold to a, a great deal of fear that they're going to violate the dogma or their doctrines or their writings, scripture writings, anticipating this sort of healing process. And that is something that's interesting about Brazo because he is really keen on not promoting any sort of that, yes, okay, I'm I'm the guy who should um, uh, be, be worshipped. In fact, anything, you say, no, fuck that. I happen to be a conduit for an energy that found me, and I'm just here to give as long as people are willing to receive it. Um, he is described by people who know him as being very humble, gentle, uh, quiet, loves ice cream, loves fun, loves humor, enjoys his family, um, and enjoys his time in his country when he gets an opportunity to. But he's also described as a person as a man on a definite mission or pathway to try to get this sort of experience out to people. I don't know him personally. He does not do video interviews, and there's probably lots of different forms of strategy behind that. It would be interesting to find out what that is. I think down the road we are going to find that more and more people are going to um, give us information that helps us understand what's happening with us. So as we continue on and looking around, see more people lining up for the next week's 
except just told me about him. And uh, five days later, he was in Seattle. So that was all the information I had was a little bit of uh, explanation from my girlfriend. Went to see him. I found out that day that he was so I had like an hour to get there to the first session. I jumped out of my house and drove, and uh, it was in person. So that was my first exposure with seeing him. And I had a healing um, happening. I know what to expect. I didn't have any preconceived notions of any kind. Um, I, I have a um, leg that healed um, because of surgery that was pain because the metal moved in my um, leg put there from a break. And I was in constant pain in hamstring. And that happens a whole bunch of really hot energy, very heated feeling energy went down the way. It got very intense. It felt like it hurt, was hurting. Um, I also, this was my intention actually before he came out on stage, was to have that feeling in my leg and also my stomach. And I felt that heated energy but also painful in my, my intestine, stomach area. Um, it lasted the whole time he was on stage. When he was on the stage, it became died down and just wasn't any sensation, but I had no more pain. I was never come back. I've had no more pain in my intestines either. And that was over a year ago. That was in Seattle. And so did you go to the doctor and say something happened to his life? Do you check it out to take an x-ray? I don't have health insurance, so no. Um, no way. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's just interesting to hear when it's verified. Yeah. I don't know if anything happened or didn't happen. I really don't care. Oh, really totally don't care. That's an interesting point of view. Because uh, uh, I'm open. And uh, I don't want to care one way or the other and make a judgment. I want to be open to whatever I can do. And just to be able to 
attention and it's just what it is to me to be in here to read all that to my own people inside myself. He is actually giving me something. He's giving me for me to open And I don't know in my head, but I know my body and my heart and my soul knows what it is. So that's how I want to approach this today. It's just to be able to receive the gift that he has to offer so I can accept the gift that I can to give to me. Thank you. And I do realize that Yeah, I know. Yeah. 
you've seen some of the videos. I have. What I really like in the back is that they explain in English what the voice is saying, right. which I really like. So I've tried to read it along. It's long. No, I've tried to read it along. Oh, it's the book. The voice, and I find that I get lost in the voice. I, get I think it's because it's a heart thing. I, Thank <laughs> you. 